This week on the podcast, I am so happy to introduce you all to Tiffany Cano, powerful, intuitive, and empathic blind spot healer. We're going to be talking about how she sees stress in her clients as it shows up imprinted very early on in our lives, often by family patterns. We're also going to dig into how blind spots can be holding us back and uncovering the blocks that might be preventing us from receiving all the abundance, love, and good things that life has to offer us. Living in a stressful world doesn't mean you have to give up on happiness. Instead, you can shift your perspective of stress and discover how to live your life in flow. Welcome to Happified. I'm your host, Susie Vine. Join me for inspiration and interviews with folks who are shining their light in the world in the areas of positive mindset, health, and wellness. I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome back. I am so blessed to have with me here today the lovely and gifted Tiffany Cano. Tiffany with the Highly Perceptive People Academy has been getting paid for healing since she was eight years old. Many entrepreneurs, transformational workshop leaders, and coaches hire her to help them see and heal their blind spots, be better at holding space and boundaries because most are overwhelmed, subconsciously guarded, take things personally, and contract when feeling fear and negativity. So she helps them be more clear and trust their intuition, feel safe to take confident and empowered action, and own their sense of self. In essence, Tiffany gets you even more aligned and congruent so that you can be even better at receiving more money, love, and joy. And that is something we'd all love to call in. Tiffany, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love what I do. (laughs) So. (laughs) So I'm happy to help. It's wonderful to be doing work that lights you up. And you definitely are one of the illuminated ones that I love to do work with. So it's, it's a great model to see how working in your zone of genius can really bring things in the flow. Thanks so much, Susie. Absolutely. So um, to start off with, to discover this so young, can you tell us a bit how you became aware of this sensitivity or intuition that you have? As young as I can remember, I've always been able to see and heal. When I was a toddler, I could put my hands on an owie and it would feel better. Uh, When I was probably five years old and onward, I, I remember seeing energy, seeing auras, being able to communicate with animals, communicate with nature see energy blocks within someone like a medical intuitive. And I've been training with different healing masters to hone and refine my skills from 13 years onward. And I've loved all the training that I've been getting to just enhance these gifts that God gave me that I know are even from a past life that I've cultivated and brought into this one. I think that's so extraordinary that you had the awareness at such a young age and that you were 
in this childhood, in this space where perhaps it was difficult um, for your parents to recognize or make peace with this unique ability, but really you were allowed to explore and cultivate it. You never, I hear so many stories of people who are intuitive and empathic who feel that they have to repress that gift. And then it's so hard to reconnect with it. I was supported by my mom and my dad didn't really understand it. And some, some family members would judge or criticize or make fun of it because they were afraid of it. Um, I was lucky though, because my dad, even though he didn't know what the heck I was doing, (laughs) saw me doing what probably looked like massage on one of his clients at the barn. He's a horse trainer and and he suggested that I charge a dollar for 10 minutes. And so from that moment forward, <laughs> I started charging people for the healing work that I was doing. Later, after he found out about what I was doing, he was freaked out by it. But <laughs> when he thought it was just, you know, maybe massage or something, he didn't care. So, um, and then it wasn't until my 30s that he totally did a 180 and started believing me and seeing energy himself and then started to ask me to do healings on his horses and do readings on his horses. Like, should I buy this horse? (laughs) And, you know, readings on certain, you know, family members and healing for them. And so things did shift over time, you know, with my family. And, and I really was blessed to have my mom as a good support my whole life. And, um, I've been blessed to, to know a lot of fantastic healers, holy masters, saints. I've spent my whole life traveling the world to be in the presence of these holy beings and learn from them. And what a gift that must be to have that clarity and that opportunity. And I do believe that once you open yourself to exploration and curiosity, then opportunities find you. And so that's such a beautiful experience, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And I love um, that being the blind spot healer, that before you even really perhaps had a relationship with money or any issues with money, we tend to pick them up pretty early on from our parents your dad kind of cleared that right out of the way and said, go ahead and get some money. You deserve to be paid for what you're doing. (laughs) He, he did help make the, the space for me to be an entrepreneur that young. I would say though, I still had to do clearing on um, poverty, consciousness, scarcity. There's not enough money. Um, Some things that I had sponged up, there were imprints from my family and their beliefs about money. So I have had to do my own inner work on that over the years. And with God's blessings, I mean, I've, I've been in a great place the last maybe five years. And, and I really am lucky to, 
to do what I love and get paid well for it. Yes, working in in that zone of genius, I guess I just called it. Yeah, it's so so powerful. It really opens things up. And yet I love the point that you make that even though you yourself, you know, had that opportunity and support that your abilities have merit, that you still sponged up some of this from your parents. And I think this is something that, you know, there might be a bit of awareness, you know, rich dad, poor dad made a big sensation. And I still hear it referred to all the time. But it's important to recognize how much we pick up from our environment, from the experiences of our parents and previous generations. Yes. Yes. I do a lot of healing for my clients on the imprints that they have soaked up from their family or their culture. Sometimes I'm even doing healing on past life stuff. Um, So I, I try to see what is subconsciously blocking them from more health, vitality, money, success, love, intimacy, like whatever their goal is. So I'll intuitively sense what's underneath the surface, what's at that subconscious level. Because for every 100 to 200 conscious thoughts we have, there's 11 million subconscious thoughts. And I am trained for the 11 million. And that's what I see and help to heal. And that is the powerful perspective that I think so many of us, we just get overwhelmed, you know, or confused. We make a bit of an effort perhaps to take a look at what's hiding out below the surface. But that perspective is so powerful to help us just turn on the light in areas where we might not have seen a connection, we might not have realized there's a block. Can you tell us a bit about how these blocks kind of stand in our way? Yes. So if someone is looking for more money, since we were talking about that earlier, it would be seeing what is what interference is in the way. So do they have beliefs like, Money is the root of all evil. It's hard to make money. I, um, some form of poverty consciousness, scarcity, not enough, not worthy enough, not good enough, and then purging that out. When it comes to health and vitality, whether it's physical health or emotional health, there's a lot of stuff that gets stuck in our body at a cellular level as well as within the aura. So it's clearing those energy blocks out as well. And when it comes to relationships like love and intimacy, have there been heartaches or sexual traumas or some sort of wounding from their family upbringing that has them not feel safe to open up their heart? and be love. And so being able to clear those things out can help people tremendously. Beautiful. And I think that's, that really speaks to the power of having the assistance of someone who can bring that perspective and help you along your journey, which is why I wanted to have you on because in my conversations 
with um, where stress tends to build up. You know, a lot of times it's, it's very unconscious, at least when we begin. It's hard to know where or how to begin, definitely. And so it helps to have assistance, be mm-hmm. it guided, be it intuitive, and, and putting those extraordinary abilities to work to, to really make the shortcut and get right to the root of the matter. Although introspection and mindfulness and other, other practices do serve well and can continue that healing process, but it's so great to have some assistance. Yes, and can I speak to stress and anxiety for a moment? I would love that. Please do. Okay. So yes, we can have these modern day stressors that are happening in our life right now. But oftentimes when I look intuitively and I follow the thread in their history and their timeline, early on, there was likely an imprint from their mother or father or an environment that is one of anxiety, one of stress that went into their body, went into their nervous system, went into their solar plexus. And the way it shows up is this tension, this clenching, this jitteriness in the form of stress. And most people don't even realize the amount of stress and anxiety that they're carrying. And so when we go in and do the healing for that and also help purge out that old pattern and imprint, then they start noticing, oh, now they're aware of when they have tension, when their body is constricted, when there's that jitteriness and they can start then breathing into that or doing meditation or doing physical exercise or just being aware of that old habit and then, okay, let me slough off another layer. And then they can recover themselves and center themselves. So I think that stress and anxiety is not only what's currently happening to us, but what we were exposed to growing up. And those stressors can be emotional stress, it can be physical stress, can be environmental stress. And so being able to purge those at the subconscious deeper level is just as important and probably even more important than what's happening right here and now with the stressors, because then they won't be so triggered by what's currently happening now in their life. Yes, that's so beautiful. I really, I really do try to help people see, you know, through explaining the power of taking a pause and you have to develop this practice. You can't just turn it on like a switch when you're in the midst of something, <laughs> but um, getting curious about is this reaction from this situation that we are currently having right now or is my response calling back on something else and when there's that block that tension it's it's very hard to see it clearly but as you're saying after you make space and you can start allowing more ease and movement then it's a little bit easier to get that perspective and say oh i'm responding from this previous experience this that's happening right now doesn't 
doesn't justify this anger or this frustration or this fear or this sadness. And you can start to pull that apart and respond more appropriately and, and not with all the emotions, all the resources rushing to the defense. Yes. And we've had a significant amount of stressors and triggers in 2020. You know? so we this, have. <laughs> this year has been a great challenge for many people, even ones that are still working and, you know, their life is not as changed as other people. I mean, for me, I'm working more hours this year doing healing than I have in a long time. I mean, some nights I'm working till between one to four in the morning with critical cases. I mean, yes, my favorite kind of healing is to help people to clear those deeper wounds so that they feel loved and seen and heard and understood safe and that they belong. Because to me, those five core wounds then can ripple out into every area of their life and just make their life overall better. But I also have the training to do healing for COVID and <laughs> healing for, you know, all the prosperity problems that people have been having and just overall stress and anxiety and not feeling safe in the world. So um, the amount of critical and ICU types of cases have been significant this year, even though I don't even ever like promote it per se. Like it's not on my website, you know, as, <laughs> you know, <laughs> as that, but so many of my clients know that I have the training for it. And so they just ask me, I mean, I got a call last night at nine or 10 at night of someone who they thought was having a stroke. And so I was doing healing as they were on the way to the hospital, you know, and thankfully after all the healing, nothing showed up on the test, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, you know, I try to encourage people not only to get the, the energetic help and support, but also be wise and, and do whatever they might need to do medically as well. And, you know, be responsible in that way. Yes, yes. And ideally, it turns out that that quote unquote, false alarm <laughs> tends to be the case. But it's yeah, Western medicine has its place. And I agree, I never steer people entirely away from it. But I think it's important to help people recognize how empowered they are to find the tools that resonate with them to support themselves. And simply in taking control of our own health and mindset, you know, that empowerment ripples out too. you know, you're improving your own situation, you're supporting your family by being stronger, you're a stronger part of your community. And so it's so powerful to start from that place of awareness. Yes, indeed. So I would like to talk too, um, and we've started the conversation earlier, but I really thought this was a beautiful place to expand upon it. In your work supporting coaches and people who are empathic, how do you feel that um, 
they can support themselves in being more balanced in addressing stress. As you said, this year, it seems to be coming in from every direction. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, every month has been a, a new little challenge in and of itself. So I think that when we can breathe, even if it's just slow, deep breathing, or if they actually know of breathing exercises to help them, that that is important. They can also meditate. I, I know that it's harder sometimes to meditate when there is all this chaos because the monkey mind just wants to <laughs> be loud and proud <laughs> and <laughs> disruptive. However, the easiest way for me to let go of stress is to just meditate and get into that stillness. And one tip that I do before I meditate is I cut my cords. So I imagine that I'm using my dominant hand like a knife or a sword, and I'm cutting the negative, unhealthy, unauthorized, dirty cords in the front of my body, the back of my body, the sides, and this is a technique that I know energy schools do have. And these words um, from that I learned from Master Choa Koksui about saying, I'm cutting the negative, unhealthy, unauthorized, dirty cords has been even more helpful and more clear. And so when those cords are cut, it's easier to let go of the stressors. It's easier to let go of the monkey mind and actually get still and quiet. And also um, the third way would be, you know, healing because when there's energy healing, it clears that clutter out of the space. It clears the heaviness. It clears the sadness. It clears the stress. It clears the anxiety. It clears emotional, mental, spiritual, physical, financial relationship stuff out of the aura. And so that in and of itself can bring peace and calm. Yes, those are some powerful practices. And it makes me think of um, this a situation that people might experience. Um, if you are cultivating a higher vibration, especially as times are difficult and you, you know, bring in positivity, you seek the good, um, you keep your emotions higher, you maintain balance. It's very interesting that when you start shifting your energy and moving up the scale, so to speak, that you might find you're being found by other energies that aren't serving you, right? You suddenly become a bit of a beacon to people who want to draw a bit off of your positivity or higher vibration and, and take that. So I love this practice of cutting the cords of the negative and the harmful energy and the things that are holding us back. Do you, do you see that to be the case in the people that you work with in your academy? Yes. I, I think that when there are beings of light, <laughs> you know, the, the lighthouses in the world that people do tend to get attracted to them. And that's, you know, it is what it is. 
and energy flows from higher concentration to lower concentration. So if let's say if you're around a saint, okay, which is vibrating ultra high, right, with lots of light, high vibrations, and then someone who's depressed, the person who's depressed is going to be, you know, energetically receiving from the person who has the higher energy and vibration. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just physics. <laughs> you know, energy <laughs> flows from higher to lower concentration. And, and so where it does get a little tricky is people who tend to be like energy suckers, you know, that that's part of their system where they're like pulling and sucking energy. And with that, being able to cut the cords is important. Being able to have those clear strong, energetic space and boundaries so that you're not available for people who are energy suckers and be unavailable for the chaos in the world, be unavailable for some other person's negativity. And that doesn't mean that you throw up an energetic wall or guard just because you know you're going to be exposed to something or someone negative, it means you are standing in your power with your heart open and having an energetic space bubble of a boundary, which allows you to receive the good things in life, like love and peace and health and harmony and joy and prosperity and blessings, and to also be unavailable for stress, for fear, for chaos, for negativity. And that is the difference between a, a wall and a boundary. A wall just doesn't let anything in or out, but a boundary has a filter in place that lets in the good and if you're clear, also <laughs> helps to protect you from the unhealthy, funky energies. Yes, and I loved when I heard you describe boundaries as a cellular membrane for exactly that reason, because we tend to think that boundaries need to be walls and restrictions. And just as you say, they start blocking the prosperity. They start blocking the relationships that can really support us because that filter isn't in place. So I love that visualization of a boundary as a cellular membrane. Thank you for that. That's beautiful. My pleasure. Uh, and so in terms of people working with these blocks, and I love that this is kind of your, your special toolkit, you know, to discover these blocks. Is this something that someone might recognize for themselves, discover that they're blocked in some manner, or is this best done with a little extra perspective? Well, I think it's easier when it's coming from the outside in, but yes, you can discover those blocks within yourself if you're brave <laughs> and willing to be vulnerable and honest with yourself and see what there is to be seen. Not everybody has the self-confidence and healthy self-esteem to actually look into that shadow side of them. I, kind, I, I find it fun. I actually make a game out of it so that it's not so scary. But when I'm doing it, it's 
I'm getting clear. I'm in a meditative space. Sometimes I'm doing it via journaling and I'm doing it somewhat ritualistically, like praying and making this like my sacred time to go in and see what there is to be seen. So my words are like reveal and heal, reveal and heal. So if there's an area of my life, we'll make it tangible for you. If there's an area in your life that has not been flowing or manifesting the way you want it to, you can pause, do a little prayer so that you've got more celestial help and protection and guidance, cut your cords, and maybe you start with just a journaling or an and or a meditation and you just say like what is in the way of me manifesting xyz goal or what's blocking me from getting a raise or what's blocking me from greater health and vitality like pick one very specific thing and then Ask the question, be willing to see it, be willing to hear it. And sometimes it might come in the form of a vision. Sometimes you might hear it auditorily. Sometimes it might come as claircognizance where it's a knowingness, right? So it could show up in different areas and then listen to it. I find that it's helpful to also just jot it down. It doesn't even have to make sense yet. Like just put down the word or sentence that shows up and then get still and quiet again. What else about that? And then write down what that may be. Okay, what else about that? And you do it until you're empty, until there's nothing left. And then you can go back and see what those messages are. And if you need to go deeper on a message, you do. But that's one simple, easy way that you can do it. And it's important also to ask for the timing. So if you get a message and something from your blind spot or subconscious is revealed and the message is, you know, whatever it may be, then ask the next step. And when should I do this? <laughs> What's the right timing for it? and take that action. And the more you do this practice, step by step, over and over and over again, you'll build those spiritual muscles. And as you do, you'll get more comfortable and more confident to continue to do it. For many people, it takes months or years to really build these muscles to be at ease with it. And it also is helpful to have somebody who's not attached to your own stuff, <laughs> guiding you like a coach or a healer or, you know, like Susie or myself, who can, you know, be there as a safe harbor for you. I refer to it as a lifeguard on duty. <laughs> you know? it's like, so as you're diving into that, you know, shadow self, you know, you won't die because you've got a lifeguard on duty. You've got someone there who's holding the space for you to make it even more safe, even more loving, even more held. 
and then you can go even deeper. Thank you. That's so powerful. And, and I really appreciate that, um, that image as we're doing work with ourselves, we can feel like we're flying without a net or, you know, we don't know what's behind that door or on the next page. And so there's a little resistance, a little bit of a block and, you know, it's, it's a protective mechanism. And so simply having someone there as a sounding board, as a support, as, you know, home base, to come back to, you can open up and be more receptive. That's such a powerful image. And thank you for describing that exercise because now people can come back to it whenever they need to and check back on the process and call on that. And at the same time, just as you said, I think that while you can develop this muscle over time of with introspection and practice to work with a guide, to work with somebody who can really help you get right on track, get to the heavy stuff. You know, so it's like peeling the layers of an onion and on our own, we might work through and make progress and we're getting to the heart of the matter, but working with someone with the powerful insights that Tiffany has is such an amazing way to get into the roots and get some progress so that you can really feel just as you were saying that space, you know, then you can be more aware of I'm reacting this way. I have this emotion. Whereas until we can get to that and start clearing things and making space, it's all just the status quo. We're used to carrying this big bucket of stress, of trauma, of emotion with us. We forget we've got it in our hand, even though it's pulling us down to the ground on one side and we're so far out of balance. So having that perspective is powerful. Mm -hmm. When you work with a healer or coach, it can make the process faster and easier. And for me, I do some of this work myself. I do some of it where I'm having a healer or a coach there holding the space for me for certain things. So I do a combo, you know, and, and I've been getting paid for this for a long, <laughs> long time, right? So we all could use that external help and support. Yes, yes, from our celestial team as well as our, our friends and advocates here on the planet. And before I forget, I would love to explore, please tell us a little bit about your own podcast that is coming out in the world, Soul of an Empath. Yes, I've been having so much fun doing episodes for my Soul of an Empath podcast. So I mix it up. I'll have an episode where I'm doing a peer interview, like I'll have Susie on as a guest at some point. Um, I'll do an episode where I'm facilitating coaching and healing on a specific topic. And I'm also doing episodes where I'm teaching a particular topic. And so I'm layering it in, trying to make it as experiential and fun and insightful as possible. And you can, you know, go to iTunes and listen to them or even go to soulofanempath.com and catch all of the episodes that are currently up. 
Terrific. Yes, I'm so glad that you're bringing this conversation in such a well-rounded format because it is experiential. When someone is receiving healing um, in your episodes, you know, that healing is available. You know, there might be a reason you were called to that particular episode. You could receive some healing too. So it's a really beautiful experience and very enlightening. So it's, it's tremendous. I'm so excited. And I know you've been wildly making episodes so you've got quite a library coming out i'm very excited to see this all unfurl i do i have episodes lined up for the next five to six months so we might have to so susie won't get on until probably (laughs) next year but i will hold space for her to get in there (laughs) we might have to start a campaign to advance tiffany's release schedule but i all in the right timing all in the right timing they're all going to come out just as we need them Beautiful. And please tell us, um, I'm going to have links in the show notes, but how can people find you and work with you now in this virtual age? You can work with people anywhere. So, Well, you can go to highlyperceptivepeopleacademy.com and right there on the homepage, about three quarters of the way down, you can even sign up for my money magnet intensive program. And I recorded it as 20-minute prosperity healings for 20 days in a row. So you're actually getting 20 days of healing for free. So you can sign up at highlyperceptivepeopleacademy.com. Beautiful. And find her on your favorite podcast channel at Soul of an Empath. Is there anything else that we didn't cover, Tiffany, that, uh, that you feel like people need to hear right now? Love, living from our heart space, living from love, I think is one of the most impactful things that we can do. And when we're living in our heart space, then we don't get so triggered. When we're living in our heart space, it's easier to hear the whispers from our soul and the divine so that we're guided. And when we're living in that heart space, it's easier to to be in love and have intimacy and have connection with people, even when you're staying at home in quarantine or isolation, like there's still connection that we can have. And if you're an entrepreneur or in sales or business or marketing, when you're living in your heart space, you're more magnetic. So people come to you, they buy from you, they want to invest in your products and services because of who you are being. So to me, living from our heart space is one of the most important things we can do right now. Truly, truly. Thank you. I agree wholeheartedly. Thank you for that. And thank you for your time for joining us today and everything that you've shared. I appreciate you and uh, look forward to continuing the conversation. Thank you so much, Susie. Thanks, Tiffany. Thank you for tuning in today. Check out the show notes for any links we mentioned. To learn more about living life with less stress and more flow, visit Happified Life. 
And if you found value in today's episode, make sure you subscribe to catch the next one and leave a review to help fellow pod surfers find Happified. Until next time, keep on shining.